Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And this week we're checking out the new ABC comedy drama, Whiskey Cavalier. So stay tuned to the end to see if BJ's a double agent. Didn't you ask me that before? Oh man. So stay tuned to the end for our own Will They Won't They Be Best Friends for Life. Anyway, what would your code name be? <laughs> I'm trying to remember <laughs> the military words because I was going to say metro (laughs) (laughs) metro what i was trying to think of the name of the bikes is it yamaka or something no that's the yamaha yeah that's a motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) metro yamaha you would actually be mike yankee oh i like mike yankee i'd be bravo whiskey i'm mike yankee yeah you sound like just a person (laughs) rather than a code name (laughs) Yeah, I sound like that guy that Titus dated on Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's Mike Yankee in a personality. And I'm just an alcoholic beverage. Bravo whiskey for night out with friends. Ooh, I like that. Okay, Beach, can you give us a quick summary of Whiskey Cavalier and your initial thoughts on tonight's episode? Sure. So Whiskey Cavalier is actually the code name for our main character, Will Chase, and he's an FBI agent. And he's actually working with a CIA operative. So we're bringing together two agencies. And the CIA operative is Frankie, and she has her own code name, Fiery Tribune. Ooh. And they're basically doing this interagency team up where they're both talented spies and they're trying to stop world threats like dangerous viruses and people who are just stabbing and shooting whoever they see. And so I'd say my first impressions are this is pretty fun. I like that ABC set out with saying that this is a comedy slash drama because the humor and over the top nature makes it easier to accept the action, which is very outlandish. Yes. It does give me Mission Impossible vibes, which is fun spectacle, but you're also like that is ridiculous that you're fighting while hanging from a helicopter and you get that which i really enjoyed could i name everyone in this pilot episode no did i have fun the entire time yes i counted things like weaponized ebola exploding tampons Mm -hmm. two people our leads will and frankie avoiding a rocket launcher by just ducking a little bit yeah just move your head out of the way really Mm -hmm. just like shift your head a little bit do a light limbo and you've avoided a rocket launcher. And I think the fact that they commit to that and they don't even try and poke fun at it. It's just in this universe, this is all we got to do as the main characters to survive. And I think that works. I think they have a really great chemistry with each other as well. I'm sensing a little bit of a will they, won't they? Yeah. In the same vein as a castle with Kate Beckett. But to be honest, I prefer them as friends. I like their relationship as non-romantic because I think once you become intertwined, you can't be as biting with each other and I think a little bit of the distance between them helps with their banter right now and we might lose that if they become romantically involved. I agree that a relationship could definitely sour that dynamic and one of the good things that'll at least push that off for now is that Whiskey Cavalier still has feelings for his ex who we see in this episode. Yes. So I don't think he's ready to start something new even if you know something could potentially
eventually work out with Frankie. Actually, can we talk about the opening of this episode? Because it was Will Chase, played by Scott Foley, recently dumped by his girlfriend, surrounded by empty pizza boxes and beer cans, singing Total Eclipse of the Heart. As soon as the episode opened that way, I knew that I personally would be hooked. You were singing along. This was made for you. Yes. Plus, Scott Foley was so fine on Scandal, but so out of his mind and a dangerous person to be attracted to. So I like getting to thirst after Scott Foley on this show. And he's a fun, likable guy who goes by the rules. He's not some creepy B613 person who stalked Olivia and Stockholmed her into loving him. It's a guilt-free thirst that I have for him now. I'm glad that you have that now. Thank you, BJ. Which makes me think of the rest of the casting. I know that you were kind of obsessed with some of the people we saw. Yeah. So if we go on to the supporting main cast, we have Anna Ortiz playing an FBI profiler, Susan. Big fan of her work back from Ugly Betty. So it was really nice to see her again, although she didn't get as much screen time as I think she deserved. So Anna's character, Susan, is actually supposed to be the top profiler at the FBI. And Frankie is even familiar with her work. So I anticipate that she will be featured more heavily in episodes moving Uh. forward. Because I see Whiskey Cavalier being a bit of a procedural. So I don't doubt that they'll try to find a serial killer or something. And that's the episode that Susan will shine. So we can look forward to that. Me Too's already predicted an episode or two. We also have Tyler James Williams, who I didn't know. I kind of forgot about him from Everybody Hates Chris. I didn't like Everybody Hates Chris. What? But he did that Disney Channel movie that I liked, Let It Shine. So because of that, that balances out my dislike for him. (laughs) Everybody Hates Chris was a fantastic show where people got to really fall in love with Terry Crews. That's Terry Crews, not Tyler James Williams. Well, I loved Tyler James Williams in Everybody Hates Chris, and I loved that show. Well, we're different people. We are different people, unfortunately. So the people who created this show are also behind comedies like Cougar Town, Scrubs, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. I like that one, Don't Trust the Bee. Yeah, very, very good show. So do you feel some of that in this pilot? To be honest, the comedy element, I'm thinking specifically like Don't Trust the Bee, the comedy element wasn't as high as I was expecting since it is defined as a part comedy. But I think that experience from those shows helps lighten the seriousness of this adventure for agency spies. So I guess, yes, I can see their past experience working in this series. It's evident in how they're able to make it more fun. Yeah, my issue with The Enemy Within, which we watched and reviewed a couple days ago, was that it felt like it took itself so seriously. There were a lot of tears, a lot of, as we discussed, pregnant pauses where people would say something that wasn't that serious, but the show treated it like it was huge. And then they would be silent for like six seconds while they both marinated on what just happened. And there wasn't much of that in this. It was just fun. And I think a show that's very aware of itself as a procedural, and it had some pretty good one-liners in there. I was surprised. I thought it would be like a castle where it's silly fun, but there were a couple jokes in there that I was like, oh, that's real funny. Although one thing that stood out to both of us actually is how quickly characters pull out guns, pull out rocket launchers, throw bombs around. The sense of danger with these weapons was lowered significantly compared to some other shows. Yeah, the show opened with weaponized Ebola, but they kept 
tossing the vial at each other. Will Chase's character and the guy that he was chasing down, <laughs> Will Chase Ebola. In any case, they kept tossing the vial back and forth. So I was like, okay, I guess we're not scared of that breaking. And then people kept pulling guns on each other. And at one point, Will pulls out a knife. And I wasn't even scared of that. Although he ended up using it to kill someone, he threw it from a short range into the guy's chest. Into a guy's chest. And it penetrated so deeply that it killed the man, which is so unrealistic. I would argue it felt more unrealistic than the exploding tampon. Which didn't hurt anybody. And also her other explosion. So when Will and Frankie's characters meet, they're both trying to get the same target. Tyler James Williams, who is playing Edgar Standish, the NSA agent, and Frankie, to distract Will, pulls out a little beeping disc to throw at the end of the restaurant so that the glass explodes, no one is looking, and she can go and scoop Edgar for herself. And so we saw two instances where Frankie, a seasoned CIA agent who's supposed to be at the top of her game, throwing out explosions around civilians, but I guess not hurting them. But those explosions are just part of her job to offer distractions. Yeah. Okay, Beach. the first is coming up and rent is due. Let's pay it. For our listeners, this episode is brought to you by Audible. What are you listening to this week? Well, in keeping with our Whiskey Cavalier theme, I'm listening to Borderless by Elliot Pepper. It's a cool thriller about a covert operation gone wrong. It's all tech and politics and drama. You might like it. That sounds fab. You can find that book or pretty much any other at audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. You'll get a free 30-day trial membership, be able to browse their unmatched selection of audio programs, and pick a title to download and start listening. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Happy listening. And now back to our show. Because when she does it in the cabin, Will's ex-girlfriend is technically a civilian. Also, did the rocket launcher kill anyone? That wasn't Frankie, but... No. All of these things blowing up damage buildings, but never people. And people don't even look that shocked afterwards. No, no one's surprised. They talked about this on how did this get made during, I think, their review of Skyscraper. Paul Scheer pointed out seeing a trend in action movies and TV shows where civilians aren't hurt and the idea is you can watch it with less guilt. So he pointed out a moment in, I think it's the latest Avengers movie where Robert Downey Jr. tells the other superheroes, clear New York from X Street to X Street. And you just think of how many people are there. There's no way they could actually clear that street so that they can guarantee zero civilian casualties in the case of them fighting Thanos or whomever. Yeah, it's the Disney formula that even though these superheroes are saving the world from villains, literally destroying cities, we're never going to see people killed. Yes. So we can just enjoy the fun superhero battles that destroy buildings, but then we don't have to worry, oh, maybe there is someone actually in that building who just got smashed. But now they're saying and showing that more explicitly. I'm not sure if it's a recent thing or I'm noticing it more because it was pointed out on a podcast that I listened to. But I was just surprised that people didn't even get like a little shard of glass in them. People don't like that. It upsets them. Me too. On The Good Doctor, that little boy had that shard of glass travel right to his heart, remember? <laughs> through, <laughs> through his vein. He got messed up. He got hit by an entire pane of glass. That's not funny. But that pilot, which I liked The Good Doctor a lot. I liked that pilot a lot. And then this terrible chain of events happens and leads to an entire pane of glass crashing into a child. And one fateful shard of glass is so small that it travels through his veins and is making its way to his heart. Do you understand? Yes, you do, because 
you're a scientist, how small <laughs> that would have to be. And how unlucky this kid is. And it got to his heart. People should ask him what he thinks the weather will be, what he thinks the winning lottery numbers will be, what he thinks about big decisions they want to make. Like, should I move? Should I get this new job? And then they should do the exact opposite of what he suggests. Definitely. But getting back to Whiskey Cavalier. So going back to when you were talking about these devices that Frankie uses, it's actually cool that Frankie teams up with another CIA agent, (laughs) played by Veer Das, who's designing all of these things and providing her with equipment. But what I pointed out to you while we were watching, the annoying thing, and I guess it adds to the comedy element, is that he puts this very bright red blinking light on all of her explosives. You could not more clearly see coming what she has planned. And it was fine, I guess, with the exploding tampon in the cabin. But the first time with her little disc, she was in a bar with a bunch of civilians. And that is not very covert. If you have this flashing light, yeah. you just toss across the room and it explodes. She broke it out right in front of Will Chase. And any other person would be like, that's clearly an explosive device. And he just looks at it almost in disbelief belief like no way this woman that I was offering love advice to earlier in this night because she played him is now going to set off this bomb in this restaurant. So here's a question. Yes. If you had to be a part of this combo team Mm -hmm. of Will and Frankie, Whiskey and Fiery, which one would you want to be? I think as a woman of color, I would likely be cast as one of their friends, (laughs) which is what they seem to do. So you can replace Anna Ortiz because you both can't be on the show. (laughs) Exactly. And you can replace Veritas. Oh, no, I'd replace Tyler. Oh, yeah. We can't have two black guys. Oh, you're 100% right. So if this were real life, if this were playing a game, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. if I absolutely had to do this because I would not want to work in this field, not remotely, then I do think Susan Sampson has it made a little bit, especially if her identity is protected. I fear for people like Paul Holes who are talking about the people that they capture. They are capturing the most intense serial killers and killers. I would never want to be those prosecutors that take down people in the mob. I'm 100% uninterested in that. So as long as I know that Susan Sampson leads a quiet life where she lets y'all know who to get because she knows profiles and then she goes home and nobody recognizes her, she can go to Trader Joe's and then meal prep. (laughs) in peace, then that's what I want. Wow. That's literally what I did today. You're just going to change her backstory so she's just a nice, calm, quiet meal prepper. She clocked in. She clocked out. She went to her favorite hit class. She went to Trader Joe's. She came home. She meal prepped. And now she's recording a podcast with her best friend from college. And she just happens to be helping out Will Chase and Frankie. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what she's up to. Gotcha. You sound like a thrilling character. I wonder why they cut you from the show. What about you? What about me? Which would you be? You have to pick. Why? You have to. You said you would be Edgar Standish. If I'm the black guy on the cast, not because I would be. Sounds like it's been picked for you. By who? Me. And that's uncomfortable because unlike Susan, who's staying below the radar, <laughs> Edgar is out here. He's being targeted. Edgar's stupid. I would have left way before he did. He stuck around out in the open. Mm-hmm. If I know the FBI and the CIA is looking for me, I'm not going to go to any public places. No, I wouldn't go anywhere because clearly something has gone so wrong <laughs> because all I do is work. 
and hang out with my friends and meal prep and go to hit classes to any FBI agent or CIA agent listening to this. You do not want me. Sounds like you're hiding something. I guess I also listen to true crime podcasts, so I could help with some armchair profiling. Okay, Beach, do you have any other thoughts and feelings about this show? Are you ready to get to ratings? I have no other thoughts, so let's rate. All right. What would you rate Whiskey Cavalier? I would rate Whiskey Cavalier. Would watch again while doing laundry. Nice. I think that this is a fun enough show that you can just look up every now and then, see a cool explosion, see a cool action scene. Like when Will and Edgar got locked in a trunk, that was a little weird, but interesting. But overall, I don't think I care too much about this interagency team trying to save the day as a bigger picture type of story. So I'm just going to check in every now and then when I want a nonsense, just fun action show. I agree. I was talking to you about this last night, Beach, but I've been really into puzzles lately. And I could (laughs) see this as I sit down on some Wednesday nights because I probably won't watch every episode. I'll do puzzles while I watch. So instead of would watch while folding laundry, would watch while doing puzzles. Because to any of our listeners out there who, like me, tried to do coloring for mental health, it made me really stressed out. Those coloring apps, I don't like the way they fill in the pictures sometimes. And there is something extremely satisfying about finishing a jigsaw puzzle and there are so many free jigsaw puzzle apps on the Google Play Store and the iOS Store. So I couldn't more strongly recommend this specific scenario to our listeners to just break out of a jigsaw puzzle on your nearest device, whatever that may be, and watch Whiskey Cavalier because it's super fun. Why didn't you just buy a paper coloring book? I don't think I would color it well. Okay, that's fair. So I also don't want the stress of letting myself down. Uh, Maybe I'm feeling some pressure from Instagram because I follow people like Brokey McPoverty, her name is Tracy Clayton, and Francesca Ramsey, who is Cheska Lee on Instagram. They both do a lot of coloring in physical coloring books and their coloring books look gorgeous. And I just know I couldn't produce the same and that would bother me. Whereas we can all finish a puzzle. I mean, they're probably putting putting in hours of time just to have the perfect coloring book page for their Instagram account. And I'm putting in 13 minutes on a puzzle. Yeah. So just remember, it's all about perspective. It's all relative. And I'm not an armchair therapist. Thank you, Beach. That was a really nice note to end the podcast on. It's all about perspective. Do you. And if you want more perspective on other shows that you should watch, check out our other episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It really helps. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, feedback, questions, shows you want us to review to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.